0: into this podcast because i just caught nine small fish (laughs) welcome to no bucks (laughs) we're all back to recap episode five of survivor 41 i'm j.e skeets with my three fellow tribe members we got the bearded one trey kirby hey yo hey Hey we got the other bearded one no dunk super producer jd hello there he is and from crooked media a man who I would gladly climb a mountain with, oh! Jason Concepcion. What's up, Jason? Uh,
1: delighted, delighted to be here.
0: Shout out to the live tribe, as we call them here. Everybody joining us live on YouTube right now on a Thursday afternoon. You absolutely love to see it. If you haven't already, subscribe to No Bus on YouTube, Apple, Spotify, wherever you watch or listen to No Buffs, and leave your boys a rating and review. That helps us out. Finally, don't be shy when it comes to No Buffs. Don't be a Heather about it, okay? Let us know you're out there. <laughs> Who? Send in your questions, <laughs> comments,
2: screen grabs about
0: Survivor 41. Who? Email them in to Dunks at theathletic.com or tweet them in at Inc. Yeah, Heather. Let's <laughs> She's start with Survivor Heather. Let's we'll
2: start with Heather's performance on the episode last night. Anybody
0: got a Heather take? Oh, nope. Man. All
3: right. Moving <laughs> no. on.
0: <laughs> no. Um, yeah. Let's, let's jump right into the episode. I'm happy to be back talking with you guys. I really enjoyed last week's episode, mainly because I wasn't on it, ruining it. Uh, you guys were great. I listened to it on the plane ride back from Arizona. And this is how you know, first, I'm a survivor sicko and just how great a job you guys did. I first started listening to one of the No Dunks podcasts that I had missed. I fell asleep listening to that one. <laughs> and, then, <laughs> and then I woke up and I threw on no buffs and you guys had my attention for an hour plus. Uh, you guys are fantastic, so hopefully I won't ruin it here.
2: Um, Wait, yeah. an hour plus? Are you telling me you listened on 1.5 speed? Uh,
0: I do listen to that, 1.5. That is an
2: insult! No. You yourself and said the greatest honor is listening to it a is. podcast at one speed. It Couldn't is. even do it for your boys after we put you to sleep talking about the livelihood <laughs>
0: of no, basketball if no, finally Trey, start talking podcast you're like get this thing podcasts, over with as man. fast as there's possible there's too many podcasts to to. i have true. to um, that is true. okay so we're into it here uh we'll start with you are day 10 and you know they're down to three. First off we get the genie kiss of death she says, I feel very solid with the three of us.
1: <laughs> what, what would, why, where is that? Based on what evidence, I just need to know. Yeah, I, I guess. Where does that
0: come
4: <laughs> yeah. from? Well, there are three of us here. Yeah, She survived, <laughs> she was still high off surviving tribal. That, that's yeah. it, I mean, that's all it is.
0: I guess. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Um, well, she quickly finds Brad's old beware idol, sorry, uh, Beef Walton's old beware idol, Immediately shows uh, her other two tribe members in Ricard and Shan to use, I guess, as a group idol for the merge. Now she hasn't opened it yet. She this is the of course Brad's or Xander's or the other ones we've seen the one where it says, "Hey, beware! <laughs> Are you sure you want to open this?" Now she has a pretty good idea what it is, but she takes it to the group, and they have like a little discuss and discussion Jason about you know what we should do, and Shan says no. Let's let's not open it. Our vote is our voice. It's the most powerful thing we have in the game. Let's let's put it back. Uh she quickly changes her uh her take on that. But what what did you what did you think of really Genie's uh move here to take it to the tribe and then to not do anything with it?
1: It was it's infuriating, honestly, and uh I I enjoyed Genie as a person and it's good to, I I'm glad that she's She's gone, though, because what are you doing? Yeah, Yeah. there's three of you there. And clearly the other two have been working together the whole time. Yeah. You've almost been eliminated several times. Why are you telling them anything about what you are doing? If you find something to save your life in this game, potentially, don't tell anyone. Don't tell especially the people who are looking to get you out. Why are you doing this? Don't do that.
2: a tribe of three people and every time you sit down at tribal council one of them says you voted for me yeah. 10 days ago <laughs> every time they sit down that's the first word out of ricard's mouth but she's like i gotta show them i guess i found this sitting by the fire once again an easy find for genie yeah. the producers were trying to hook her up yeah. to give us a little bit more juice here and uh, maybe make it a little bit more dramatic which they did a good job all things considered uh, but yeah, I don't know. That's just been the story this season. As soon as somebody gets one of these myriad of advantages,
4: they gotta tell somebody. Oh, yeah. I know. I, oh, okay. Not yeah, yeah. only that, she announced that I, I'm I'm going to look she, for an idol. <laughs> See you later. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, found it. Uh, she, hold on. I'll she bring it ran to you. back,
1: ran back with a yeah. skip in her step to tell yeah. them there was no. I wonder if I should tell. Like at least. Like, deliberate a little bit, but she she ran back to tell them about it.
0: Yeah. Okay, devil's advocate, maybe they hadn't been to the challenge yet. Could she possibly be thinking, again, this is a stretch, maybe we're merging. (laughs) Maybe we're actually about to drop our buffs and merge when we all show up and step on the mat, so if that is what's happening here as we get deep into this game, you know, I, I build some trust with my uh, two people on my green tribe. I don't know. I'm just throwing it out there. Possible, uh, in that case, sure.
1: in that case, wait till post merge in the right moment yeah. and then tell them like, why well, yeah, tell yeah, them now? Yeah.
0: Yeah, not a good look for uh, for Genie. Really unfortunate for me. I think I had Genie in this weird No Dunks Discord Ooh. Survivor poll we had. Oh, like, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah my, my Genie's gone. Uh, I, I was uh, I was high on JD, the Survivor JD. Yeah. Uh, you know, early in the season. Yeah, I'm I'm really botching this one when it comes to uh, trying to pick uh, or get at least uh, people to go deep. So yeah, she she tells him now. What's fascinating though is the move that. Ricard really, and then Shan pull off here with the decision together with Jeannie saying, no, let's just put it back. Just leave it. And then off she goes to go fishing. You know, she's going to be the provider. And Ricard says, like, pretty slick move. Why don't we just open it? (laughs) Well, plant like a bracelet on the inside. And, you know, she'll be none the wiser. Then we'll make this other move where... Shan, well, you can, like, you'll give me the extra vote. Now, we can get into that. I don't think he, she had to do that, really. But, you know, just in case you you go to this uh, next tribe or uh, challenge here and you say your funny line and nobody says it back or not all three people say it back, well, then, uh oh, you might be screwed. You may not have a vote. So then I'll still have the extra vote. Like, they're just covering all their bases here. Yeah. And it's pretty amazing. And it goes to what we were talking about a couple of weeks ago, guys. Like, who is running shit over here on yes. the Green Tribe? Like, Shan's getting the edit. She's the hero. I mean, but we're, we were all pretty convinced Ricard was uh, instrumental in all these decisions. And I think we, that was definitely shown in episode five, Jason. Uh,
1: yeah, I agree with you. Um, I, I mean, you mentioned the edit. The edit this week was Shan is in every scene of the show. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, Ricard, I think it's interesting. We got a taste of it in this episode. Um, their interests are going to move into opposition, maybe. Uh, sooner than we think and certainly Mm -hmm. did at the end of this episode so it'll be fascinating to see when that break comes because both of them i think are fully uh acknowledging at least privately that the other is very dangerous
0: yeah um i would even go far to say that the edit is showing shan as their hero as our protagonist and ricard as maybe more of the evil of the two, uh, I think that's also his vibe. Like he's cutting eye all the time, he's rarely smiling. <laughs> they never show Not yeah, a big smiler. Uh, like Scotty Barnes. And that's fine. Um, he's pointing out, like uh, Jason said, left and right. Like you know. Hey, you're getting all the credit for all these, but I'm actually the one coming up all these amazing ideas, uh, which again appear to be true. And Jan is not really pushing back on that. She's the she's the closer, I think, as Ricard called him called her. <laughs> That's right. So, uh, I think they're really really setting us up here for the head-to-head matchup between these two. Who's going to turn on each other first? Who's going to try to? And I think it's going to be epic because they're both amazing players. Um, I don't know. Do you think the same thing, Trey?
2: Oh, I was loving the credit edit in this one because it's exactly right. They're setting this up to be a showdown between these two massive powers. It felt like it was coming at the end of the episode, perhaps, you know, like maybe Ricard or Shan could make a move Mm -hmm. on the other one of the two of them. That didn't happen. But I mean, there was so much talk throughout the episode of who's getting credit for these moves. And like you're saying, Skeets, even Shan at the end was like, Ricard's the strategist. And Mm -hmm. we've heard that even from Jeannie, I think in a couple episodes past, she called him the mastermind. So he's definitely working more behind the scenes, but he's seeing like kudos to him. He's seeing the way it's playing out and the way it's going to be playing out on TV, despite the fact that he's not watching the episodes like he's calling it exactly right. I thought this was some genius shit from Ricard to be like, "Eh, why don't we just open that and then maybe throw something in there to fake her out. And then we can kind of set up maybe a way to scam these idols and then he sets everybody up to say their lines yeah. at the challenge which i thought was incredible i know he was yeah. the jeff Propes
0: there i forgot to put that point in i f- totally forgot that ricard comes up with the idea to then say hey genie we're just gonna do this thing we're just gonna like throw it out right. there when we get there like that is next level very very intelligent there I,
1: you know he is a, he is a, and he all but says this in the in the tribal which we will get to but he really is like the alley oop king. Like, he is just like, here's the concept throw up the pass, and then uh, Shan comes in and dunks it, or yeah. somebody else does. But he's been really good at that, especially this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. He's like sort of the point guard out there for sure yeah. uh, on this uh, two man team. But she uh, scores all the buckets, and she's incredible. And we're not taking anything away from her. It's mm-hmm. just, I'm happy we're now seeing the edit show. No, he's just maybe as good as her. He does different things, JD, than her. Uh, They're a hell of a a, a package deal here, but they also are so aware of each other's skills and what they're doing and resumes being built and all that
4: stuff that it's inevitable that they have to turn on each other. It's just a matter of when. Oh, uh, yeah. Shan has to destroy him. I mean, she should have got rid of him. Today, like uh, at this wow. uh, tribal travel council, I think wow, because, we can get it. Well, you want to get into he, that now? You think she made the wrong decision? Well, I I mean, yes, I think so, maybe uh, because mm. you know, the, to use the basketball analogy, yeah, he is the alley king. He, but as Trey said, he's next level. He's not throwing basketballs; he's throwing daggers, and. Yeah. Shen is the one that's stabbing everybody in the back, right? Like, uh, so everybody's mad at Shen. She's like, mm-hmm. she's this awesome player, this this supreme strategist, but uh, she's also a meat shield for for Ricard because he hasn't. Mm-hmm. S- to, this was the first episode. I'm uh, I, I stepped away, so I'm sure I'm stepping on something. But he's this is the first uh, the first time that he that we're hearing the strategy that we're seeing him actually strategize, just effortlessly come up with these ideas, these really really sneaky ideas. Yeah, and then having uh, Shen uh, carry them out. I mean, I heard I've heard on a couple of podcasts. Ricard being referred to as the henchman, I think it's the other way around. I think Shan is the henchman. She does all Mm. the dirty work. He even said so at Tribal Council. She's the closer. You know, Tony Soprano doesn't kill anybody. He gets all of his guys to do it for him.
1: I think it's fairly, for me at least, I think it's fairly even, the relationship. Um, But I, I, I think that's a fair characterization. But it feels pretty even. I will say... I can see it both ways. Ricard, obviously a huge threat. And the and the pro for getting him out now would be he is 100 percent capable of coming up with something that Shan does not think of. Right. right, To get her out. That said, I could also see the side of it that Shan says, which is that Jeannie is so honest out here. She is a liability. I don't know how to work with someone like that. Who will just run up to people and be like, I found it. Yeah. Right. Hey, you want this? Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, and then even the example of, and we'll get to it here in the episode, of Ricard saying, No, I'm not giving you back the extra vote. <laughs> it's right. like, Why would I do that? That doesn't make any sense. And like, man, that's, uh, I know. Now, I think the editors were like ecstatic that happened because yeah, it can, made us, yeah. uh, within a three person uh, tribal council, go, Hmm, what could go on here where maybe, it wasn't it was a little more black and white and it was always going to be genie but that little like conversation at least gave us a little bit of doubt like oh okay he's not going to give it back hold on everything shan asked for everybody just tells her or gives them back <laughs> right. uh, and finally somebody is like sticking up to or standing up to her and saying no no i'm not i'm not going to do that i can't wait i think because of the edit she's getting and she is amazing like She's either going to win this thing and Ricard, unfortunately, will go along with her the entire way and will be second or third place and it won't even be close. Because J.D., you said, yeah, maybe she gets all the blood on her hands. But the other way to look at it is everybody knows she's doing all the moves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes when you get to the end to then tell the jury, hey, no, I was doing this and I was doing this. I was just lying low. I just think that is such a difficult thing to do to convince the people when you were just sort of in the shadows um, right. rather
4: than just doing it. Yeah. It's also the, the backstabbing and the blind sides that have happened up until this point. I've been pretty inc- inconsequential in terms of the jury anyways. Yeah, of course. And also I would argue most of them were pretty easy to, to fool and easy to get out. Like I, I think there was a lot of, uh, you know, patting of their backs, going, uh, "Oh yeah, we're we're really really good at this game," and I think that they are. But I'm also going to pump the brakes just slightly because the <laughs> yeah. last three people yeah. they 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 got at was <laughs> Brad, Jeannie, and JD, and yeah. who, you know yes. uh, enthusiastic <laughs> enthusiastic. Uh, Old guy, uh, a bumbling super fan, and a trusting, a very very trusting <laughs> nice woman. Yeah. who you just slit her throat, uh, and it was pretty easy to do. You know. So, yeah, you're,
0: uh, you're basically saying they didn't strike out the three, four, five hitters here. That's right. Uh, that's that's uh, co- right. A couple yeah, yeah. pinch right.
4: hitters, maybe some of the pitchers were up to bat.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, it was a little easier than maybe uh, maybe the heart of the order. I, I, I that's fair. Um, it. Parts of me have been have been sort of like thinking, especially when it comes to Shan, it, um, like I'm getting like Kim Spradlin vibes of just how great mm, oh yeah. she is and in controlling she is of her season. And with that one world, it was like, she she was amazing, deserved the win, of course, all that. Not playing with the greatest players, I think we could all admit. That was a cast, cast. of...
1: A cast of buffoons.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Now, now,
0: what's different is Ricard is there as sort of uh, the, right. the right-hand man to her, and I think there are some players in this game. They just yes. haven't had a chance to uh, all come together yet, and I think it's going to get really, really interesting. Uh, yeah, great start to this episode. So much fun there with that sort of like switcheroo. And uh, it ends up, of course, working, and uh, she does get the idol, which we'll get to. But we got a little stop in at Luvu. Yeah, remember them? The tribe that we never loses. Uh, yeah, we, get a, we, get a, we get a Sydney scene, Trey. Uh, just a quick little fun <laughs> fishing scene. She's, uh, she's out there looking like Ozzy. have got nine small fish, but uh, fish nonetheless. Um, yeah, I, I, I love her as a character. Like yeah. I am I am so in on this season either Ricard or her being like the ultimate villain. Yeah. Like I want one of the two or both of them, maybe they team up, to like lean into it. I can't tell if those two are gonna get along so much once we hit emerge or hate each other, Ricard and Sydney. But I don't know if you had to have an opinion on that.
2: Yeah, Sydney, I thought uh, another great episode, and it's been one of, uh, I mean, one of the tragedies of not having the Blue Tribe have to go to Tribal yet is that we haven't got to see how she's going to act at Tribal, but, you yeah. know, she's had uh, a little bit of a beef with Erica at her tribe. Obviously, her and Tiffany did not get along when they met at Shipwheel Island, so yeah. as soon as you get her around somebody else, it's going to be awesome. She also called herself a mermaid. Um <laughs> Do mermaid eat fish? I guess (laughs) would be my question. I've never thought about what they eat. I've never thought (laughs) of that.
4: They're they're right above shark in the food chain of the ocean. Is mermaid Mm.
2: and
0: shark. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: Smart. This makes sense. JD, you got to be loving Sydney. Like,
0: her confessionals. She just delivers them so great. She just has this incredible
4: confidence to her. It's so much fun. Yeah, confidence is the word that I was going to use. She's just... Uh, you know, I may be full of herself a little, but I love it. I love it, especially she's delivering, right? I mean, hey, I'm a mermaid, and I went and caught yeah. nine fish. That's pretty cool. That's pretty good. And they're small fish, yes, but small fish are a lot harder to hit with that spear thing, I, yep. I would imagine. So uh, good on her, and uh, I love it when people are confident and they deliver, not... Confident and you know <laughs> oh, Jerry you bring funny. up JV
0: again. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> uh yeah, it was it's incredible. I think what's really cool about it is her her character or her confidence and the way we're the way she talks to us in the confessionals, it we've seen this from a million male players before. And I can't think of many female players that have been like her, uh, which is awesome. Is awesome to see, and uh, she's she's uh, killing it. Yeah, you got a uh, Wilbur popping in here left and right. Hey, eh? you got that. your cat popping up.
2: Yeah, he fell asleep in a box full of underwear, and it's just been he's oh. just been roving. Oh. The guy cannot resist. Hey, you talking about fish? talking about fish,
0: exactly right.
2: What's up, First Wilbur? time we mentioned fish, he's like, huh? That's <laughs>
0: fish, don't know about mermaids. Okay, so also on the blue Tried, uh, Jason, Danny, and Deshawn, they once again have their little meeting, uh, and discuss whether or not they should be throwing a challenge let's uh let's talk about it you know should we do this should we not and they decide well last time we tried to do it we didn't tell Nasir and he just (laughs) beasted the damn challenge so maybe we fold him into this conversation you know throw it by him see what he says Danny in particular he's concerned about how many men are leaving the game and he's looking at sort of uh the numbers here they're dwindling they're leaving the game very quickly um but Nasir says no no come on We're, we're not we're not doing that so you know, Danny had uh, reservations about doing it a couple episodes ago, and now it was Nasir saying, come on, guys, we shouldn't do this.
1: You know, I I respect that uh, tweak to the process. I think that was smart. Let's get Nasir in here, or at least try to. I will say, uh, more generally, to kind of zoom out, it is, there must not have been anything good from Blue Tribe in this portion of the time on the island if yeah. this is we got nine small fish listen yeah. it's a plus there's no doubt about it that's a big one but nine small fish and then should we uh should we throw the challenge uh no that was like that's <laughs> a good point we got a tiny all we that's all we had yeah.
0: yeah okay let, let me ask it this way jd should over the last couple of episodes should the blue tribe have thrown a challenge? Should they have thrown one, two, go to tribal council, see where the votes lie, get, if you're so concerned about how many women are still left in the game, you know, you're getting rid of an Erica or whatever, or is it, or is the tribe too small to pull off that shit? Uh, and it's a little too dangerous. It's maybe a little different when there's eight, nine, ten people, but what do you think?
4: Yeah, I mean, uh, I was very anti- uh, but then I started listening to Tyson's podcast, and he, I think he's brought me around. And it, and he says there's a time and a place, and I think this is the time and the place because they're going into the merge completely blind, or not merge necessarily, whatever they're going no, into. No, I don't <laughs> think we're merging. No. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> no. But uh, but yeah, I mean, everybody, it seems very clear that, that uh, Erica is on the bottom. Uh, for some reason we don't know really yeah. why she hasn't really yeah. done anything offensive that I can see but we haven't really been there other than saying ha let's who did she say that she wanted to vote out I can't Sydney, even wasn't Sydney it? oh it yeah. Sydney that's right that's right so uh you know I mean that's fine get rid of uh get rid of Sydney they're worried about the women uh ganging up on them which uh is a definitely a possibility I suppose but uh but yeah, you just want to know where you stand going into the merge, you know, uh, yeah. when you're playing the individual game. And uh, yeah, they just don't, they just don't know. So yeah, I will say I think it was the right decision not to. I'm team
0: Nasir on this one. No, I, I agree with you and Tyson. There's a there's a time to do it. I have no problem with you're so confident. And again, I think there's a lot of things uh, that you take away from going to Tribal Council as long as you're still there at the end of it. But if you throw it. You're down to five. Are you okay over there? Oh, is that Wilbur or you?
2: That that was 100% pure
0: human man. (laughs) Knocking over his mic by accident. Um, If you throw it and you're Luvu, so you're losing. Okay, you're down to five. You're either getting probably rid of Erica, maybe a Heather. Uh, I I guess it's a possibility that's a Sydney ghost, but whatever. You're down to five, but that means there's... Four yellow tribe members left, yeah say, and then at then there would still have been three green tribe members you uh uh that you know seven to five, I don't like those numbers uh is what I'm yeah. getting at Because who's to say we do merge, and they're just I, like, huh, we'll just team up and get them out because they're the super house.
1: i w- you know I don't like the numbers either, but like seven six is not that much better. no, I think that i I think that while I agree that I would not have thrown it this week either. But if you are going to throw it, and I think, listen, there is a time. I, I think it's very dangerous because obviously there could be blowback. You don't know what will happen. But the way to get around the problem of the ladies feeling like, you know, you being worried about the ladies doing something and the ladies being worried about the guys doing something is, and also to make this work, is you got to include one of them. Get Sydney on your side as part of it and get out Erica, because I think the flaw in this plan, when they have been trying to throw it, is mm-hmm. you don't have enough people to throw it, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which they tried to fix uh, this week, but also you don't have a target. Like if you're gonna, th- so tar- they, they had kind of had a soft target, Erica, but yeah. obviously with that without everyone else or enough people understanding that that was going on. So widen the net, include Sydney, Thus, defusing the men versus women potential mm-hmm. paranoia dynamic, and and define a, a real target and say we're doing Erica, we're going to throw it, get someone else, including this year, and now really do it. But you know, I I think it was you can't do it twice, two weeks in a row. But if you're going <laughs> to do it, widen it so that you can get the one person that you want out, and right. everybody feels like they are on the winning side of it. They are on the team.
0: Right. Well, I I guess. They did try to throw it uh, a couple weeks ago or whatever the heck that was, but Nasir didn't know about the plan. He was just he was like, like, Nasir went crazy. <laughs> I mean, Nasir has skyrocketed up the popularity charts after oh another banger episode from him. This guy is so damn likable. I feel a, like he's the amazing. starting quarterback now. Like Danny is coming to
2: him. Danny, Danny, one week ago was like, it is a mortal sin to even consider throwing <laughs> a challenge. But now he's like, hey, Nasir, buddy. <laughs> You're the king over here. We can't turn you off at tribal (laughs) uh, challenges, man. You're just carrying us. Will you throw it? He's like, nope, sorry, not this week. And Danny's just like, all right. all right, (laughs) Whatever Nasir
1: says goes. It's interesting because, like, obviously they have not been in trouble the entire time, but, like, Nasir is weirdly in this, like, soft swing vote position because he is a real physical threat And the other two physical threats are in on the plan. And thus, it's like he's in this weird position where he can influence things, even though he doesn't have full information about what's going on. Really weird, interesting position he finds himself in. Mm
0: -hmm. So we move to the uh, Yase tribe, the yellow tribe. We've got uh, Evie and Xander chatting away. Now, Evie tells us that she's just making him feel good, that he has all the power. So she's sweet-talking him, You know, final two, all of this. But it's funny because then Tiffany seems to be convinced uh, that this alliance between these two is real. So she's questioning <laughs> Evie, who they're tight with. You know, they got their 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 three woman alliance going. But suddenly, she, suddenly she's like, "Uh oh, I don't know. Maybe she is with Xander." Then we have Liana and Tiffany deciding to go through Xander's bag. They pull it off. I mean, they find all the information they need. But then Xander, weird timing with all of this, I, I thought. Xander then, like, well, I'll tell Tiffany. Tiffany I found the idol. Shows her the necklace and the paperwork. But then he gets caught in a lie, JD. <laughs> well, he just yeah. doesn't say all of the details because Tiffany, who has just rummaged through his entire bag, knows everything. <laughs> and, like, she's like, hold on, let me check my calendar here. Uh, you know, she's looking at a tree <laughs> all marked, uh, no, you didn't get that then. You got that this day. uh, Basically catches him and he's caught red-handed. He he apologizes and seems okay with his apology. He's like pretty convinced. Ah, yeah. <laughs> Don't worry. over. She works
2: <laughs> with kids. Should be fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah what He said what
1: was, that was weird logic. Weird. Man. She has to forgive the children, does she not? Yeah. Hold a grudge against the kids. The whole time, <laughs>
0: Tiffany's looking at the cameras while Xander's standing right there, rolling her eyes like crazy, Incredible. going like this. Uh, you know, s- you know, stopped one motion short of doing like the fake blowjob about this yeah. guy. <laughs> like, like, Jesus, like, he's right there. Uh this He whole- was going full Jim Helper. That was yeah, this
2: yeah. was like <laughs> such a good scene. And I was impressed that she called him out on his live right away, especially considering Xander like came into the game. He's like, I'm gonna be open about everything. Told people about his advantage uh when he got back from Shipwheel Island right away. Mm-hmm. So as soon as he botched it, she's like, No, you were completely wrong. And I'm just like, hats off to you, Tiffany. Like Tiffany, just like Nazir, I think has like been going up, 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 yeah. up, up yeah. basically ever since we're all like They should have gotten rid of Tiffany. She's become a serious player in the game. uh, Whereas now I feel like Xander is clearly on the bottom of that tribe.
0: Yeah, Tiffany's got, like, Sandra energy to me.
4: <laughs> like, a little just bit. Like, a little bit. Just like, sure. I'm just going to say
0: whatever the fuck I want, and this is the way <laughs> it's going to go. And, then, like, uh, you know, I'm going to play up to the cameras, and, like, uh, people are going to love me just for being so blunt, I think. Um, JD, I know you've talked about before, after, a, like, a rough start for Tiffany. Yeah, you, mm-hmm. you started to, to fall in love with her character. But, like, make sense of this yellow tribe for me. Like, what the heck is going on? Uh, like, they seem to be winning now, so they're all right. But it's a strange dynamic, these four.
4: Oh totally, yeah. And, well, this is my favorite thing about Survivor is that when paranoia takes over, right? Uh, mm-hmm. and the same thing is happening uh, over at uh, Ua as well, and so uh, I love it. It's like uh, it's it's delicious to me just watching these people sort of chase their own tails and just become so frantic about uh, what's happening away from them all the time and mm-hmm. uh but the the scene you, you guys summed it up perfectly uh, it definitely reminded me of uh, a tall lanky kid that I live with here uh, caught in a little fib you know what I mean <laughs> like just oh, uh, yeah. just the uh, ooh, uh, right uh, you got me and to be fair to, to Xander it's uh, a little white lie that he, like, yeah. he's showing yeah. the, he's sh- he, he is showing her the that I ha- I have this ad- advantage or this uh, idol, and he just lied about when he got it and uh, she wasn't having it, which was great, it was awesome, and that's it's just these awkward moments and then and then her. Uh, tiffany getting uh getting paranoid about evie and xander's relationship i just love it i just this is these are how alliances just crumble and fall apart and it's what's so great about survivor and it's it's when you have to have nerves of steel right yeah you you have to lock in and just know when to flinch it's the whole thing is a game of chicken and i love it
0: yeah we go to the reward slash immunity challenge. This one caught me by surprise, guys. It was so yeah. early in the episode; Word I thought it rhyme. was like, I... I was like, "Oh, okay, it's a reward challenge again. We're doing that again." Okay, cool. And then it was like, Hol- "What? Hold on, we're playing for immunity here too." Uh, also, you as well, eh, Jason, with the timing, the placement of this.
1: Yeah, I was. Con- I was like, "Oh, wait, what?" I actually, when I was, you know, I was watching it on uh, DVR. Uh, and so I actually had to rewind it to the beginning of the, of the challenge to make sure that yeah. cause when we got to the end of it, I was like, Oh wait, immunity. Wait, wait, hold on a second. <laughs> yep. Where did I miss 20 minutes of this episode? <laughs> like what happened? Totally. Uh, and totally. I had to go back. It really threw me.
0: Yeah, I, I thought for a second it crossed my mind. I was like, are we getting a double boot tonight? Like, are we? That's what mm. I thought as well. You know, yeah. after it was so early, of course it, it wasn't. But uh, yeah, okay, good. I'm glad I wasn't alone. Before we actually get to the challenge itself, this is where we get the funny lines. Everybody's going to recite them once more. You guys said it. Ricard was Jeff Probst. He was like, "I got this, Jeff. Uh, like, let me <laughs> let me just uh, throw the lines around here. Okay, you, should have at it. You got broccoli for me? I mean, All right, let's go." She's over a here. vegan. She yeah. thinks everything is
1: food. <laughs> That's a, That's a that bad is, setup. So good. those are the skills of a person who clearly deals with people and the public on a large scale and is used to addressing them and getting them to do the thing that he wants. Because Mm -hmm. Uh, he handled that masterfully. Oh, it was so good. We then, of course, Xander has
0: to do his line. I mean, for a guy that's had to say this stupid butterfly line like three
4: or four times (laughs) now,
0: every time he does a pretty damn good job of it. Like as sly as you possibly can say something as insane as that.
4: Well, he did get an assist from Ricard, right? Ricard set him up, which was also genius on his part, I thought. Yeah, because they,
0: of course, know that he said that line before. And then, at least in terms of the editing, there is a pause. There is a beat you know is just is anybody beat. on the luvu tribe going to say this now as the audience we haven't seen anybody find it for what we know nope <laughs> sorry guys uh you're just gonna have no vote once again but 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 nasir drops the goats on astroturf line and we get the flashback <laughs> that he found this thing a day earlier now Jason, right before jumping on here, yeah, you said you shared with us. You were like, not a fan of this flashback. Uh, so, yeah. so have at it. I said, say, we were going to get into it before we were even recording. I said, save it for the show, save it for the show. So, so why didn't you like how the editors uh, delivered this to us?
1: I, to me, one of the, uh, you know, the, uh, the texture, the feel of watching Survivor is having the information that the contestants don't have knowing things that they don't know and that that dynamic generating tremendous suspense where you're like, oh my God, are they? is this where they find it out? Is this where this is revealed? Is this where this person finds out this person is lying? Um, and st- it just defuses that when you find out, while they find out that a person had found something mm-hmm. theoretically days ago. We have no idea when this happened. How long has he been keeping the secret? Is it before last episode's edit? You know, is it in the middle of the So it's just it's muddled. It doesn't work for me. I don't love it. I want to see it in the moment when they find the thing.
0: Okay, this is interesting. I think a lot of people actually really enjoyed this tray. I see a lot of people in the live tribe here in the in the in the live chat saying they popped. It got everybody. It was like oh, uh, it uh, was like uh, Stone Cold uh, coming out to Royal Rumble or something. <laughs> <laughs> it was huge. But I felt like I was one of the Laker Bros. I stood up,
2: ripped my glasses <laughs> off. Let's go! Let's go! I'm with you, Jason. I would, in general, I would like to see it linearly. You know, like this happened, this happened, this happened. We know what's going on. But for this, like this specific scenario, I thought it was fine because. You know, we saw Xander find his idol a million years ago. He's had to say this dumb line a bunch of times. (laughs) Fair. We know he's going to say it at some point. We saw Brad find his and then have to give his line. That was a completely new thing. Now we're going back to, is Xander going to say it? Yeah, of course he's going to say it when somebody sets him up. We know that Ricard and Shan were planning something for something, for trying to figure out if anybody saw it. So I like the way they actually kept this a mystery. And I I 100% popped for it. And then I will admit to it. I had some minor goosebumps and just a little bit of tearing up when he was talking about how his yeah, daughter that, hides oh immunity God, idols for him incredible. to find out in the yard. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I was a huge fan of this moment, even though that's not the standard Survivor way.
0: Okay, JD, what were your thoughts on how the uh, Survivor editors delivered this to us with the, uh, again, that pause, that dramatic pause? First off, we're waiting to see if anybody says it, and then, of course, you're, you're deciding or learning who's going to say it. You know? yeah. Imagine it was Heather. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <What>? <laughs> <laughs> Heather Heather accidentally stumbled upon it yesterday. Yeah, really. Uh,
4: yeah, it landed on her head. They just rested <laughs> it on her forehead while she was sleeping. No. If it had been Heather, I think I would have hated it. I would have been with uh Jason. I would have like I who cares? But I think it's different because it's Nasir. Yeah. And uh I was completely shocked. I think everybody was. I and I'm gonna give it a pass. I, I thought. You know, I was the Leo meme. I was like, "Who? <laughs> yeah. No, not this year. Did, wait, did I miss that? When what when, when did that happen? And I think they said did it even say at the bottom an hour earlier or did I he thought it say, said a day
0: earlier. Oh a, a day, day, day earlier. earlier, okay. Yeah, yeah. I thought he said so, the day before.
4: And then he he says, Jeff, and then there's another pregnant pause, and then you're like is he going to whiff this like what's he going to say you know like and he sort of he he says it perfectly it, it comes out he says exactly what he's supposed to say unlike beef uh and it's just like but it was it wasn't pretty right it was just like right. he was it seemed like he was trying to remember exactly what it was yeah. but then it was just like this is that uh, incredible like absolutely yeah. incredible i loved it so uh but i'm i i hear what you're saying jason uh, uh I do like to be in on everything that's that's happening and there is there's been especially going into tribal councils this season, I feel like I just don't have all the information and I really don't know what's yeah, going I mean, to happen and I feel like something's gonna be revealed that's feels disingenuous or like uh red hair like there's all these red herrings and stuff, uh but uh but this for this one, I really enjoyed it. I I
1: agree that it's for Nasir, this is the best Execution of this, and I guess you could say, listen, if if Genie's discovery of the of the advantage had played out in a more dramatic way, maybe they flip the, maybe they don't do it because they have to generate the suspense. That said, like one of, you know, one of the I feel like weaknesses thus far in the season has been just a lack of blue tribe because they are crushing. Yeah, here's a way to get blue tribe in the edit. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Right. The guy finds it has to hide it from his teammates for a day. I mean that's pretty good content. It's better than nine fish, in my opinion. So it not a t I'm it's you know, listen, it's not fatal. I just don't love it. I don't yeah. love that edit. And and you're that's right, we don't me. we
0: don't get to know whether like has Nasir told anybody else? Does Deshaun know? That's a good Does question. Because the
2: people in the live tribe are saying, will this jeopardize his position with Danny and Deshaun If he's kept it a secret. I mean, who knows what's happened during that one day. So I see the argument from that perspective for sure.
0: Yeah, because if they don't know yet, and he delivered the line, like, it almost helps that uh, English is not his first language. It's just, it it came off, I see people saying, like, a little robotic, sure. But, like, you know, it's easy to sort of, like, just, it just washes over you, I think. I thought the way he delivered it. Now... Everybody else, all the other tribes basically know, <laughs> I, I would yeah. assume. Uh, of course they know. They know the actual line. They Most of them have seen that. But the rest of the blue tribe, in theory, doesn't know that this is a line that needs to be said and to unlock. They're going to know soon enough when uh, everybody comes together. But then again, there's been so many, like, these journeys up a mountain where people have talked to each other that you're led to believe they've shared a lot of the lines i mean would you be shocked if everybody even heather knows where all three idols are at this point because of who's saying the lines no
4: i, I don't I think mean i would wouldn't be. be i wouldn't yeah be. i feel it wasn't not deshaun somebody who did evie tell every deshaun it deshaun, was deshaun yeah. so, so he, he knows know, and he yeah. knows the lines as well so so he so. i'm pretty sure he knows the lines because evie was sort of like Alright, enough, enough, Evie. Enough. So stops talking. Stop talking. Evie. Yeah. So uh Yeah. But I'm still not convinced uh, Tiffany knows. Even though she's
2: mm-hmm. looked at the note oh. twice. When she was looking yeah, at yeah, it, it. it this time, it was like the first time she had ever seen it. She's yeah. like it,
1: huh? Tiffany huh? Tiffany is seeing shadows right now. And that is the thing that she is reacting to most strongly yeah. for and it like she is just like Oh, that was suspicious. That was suspicious. I'm going to... What was that? What would, mm-hmm. You see that interaction? She's in that mode right now. So whatever mm-hmm. fact she has, she cannot uh, disseminate those things from... <laughs>
0: <laughs> just to put a little button on the way they revealed this, the flashback, and whoa, Nasir found it? That's awesome. I like it. I just don't want them to over go overboard with it. Every yeah. once in a while. Because they've done this before. Mm-hmm. There, there's been a couple sure. instances where we didn't know so-and-so had an idol at a tribal council or somebody had this advantage it's few and far between we generally know as the audience but every once in a while it's a nice little surprise keep us on our toes like whoa that's pretty cool it does put you a little bit into the shoes of the contestants like it's like oh damn i didn't know that (laughs) and that either really ruins my game or now i got to strategize and think of something else so i like it uh, just sprinkled in over seasons every once in a while. And I thought this one worked, and I think it was helped out by it being Nasir. Uh, I agree with you there, JD. So all these idols are now activated, and we've got Nasir with it, we've got Chan with it, and we've got Xander with it, just so everybody who keep in track... Now, don't ask me who has the advantages. <laughs> um, i got no clue. No fucking idea. Um, so they're playing for tarps in this thing. Uh, there's a big tarp and there's a small tarp, but it's a tarp nonetheless. <laughs> Uh, I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on the actual challenge. Nasir beats it for a good portion of it again. He hits the target first at the end. You got the little <laughs> sandbags. You're doing the little uh, slingshot there. Ricard
4: grazes a target. Oh, my God. Oh, that was my favorite, my absolute favorite part of the challenge the most majestic miss of all time and i like to, i'd like to show it to you i'd like to show it to you oh you,
0: you have there it right. yes. oh, here yes. we go here we yes. go,
4: go. here right. it is
1: it. Ah! <laughs> oh, oh. Ooh, the it's slow just, mo is amazing. The slow mo is almost erotic. Honestly. <laughs> That's uh, I so mean, hot. Like, <laughs> really, it looks like it catches. Line. Yeah, and the way he like like watches it fly, <laughs> and then it yeah. it seems like it it grazes the back
4: corner of yeah. the disc. Yeah, yeah, it does, and, and it doesn't drop. Yeah, and I mean it's a it's a great part of it. It seem it seems to be out of nowhere because if you notice at the end of it, he's still got two targets up, so he's not close to winning. That's not like for the winner or anything. It's just like it's just the edit- editors are just having a blast this season, you know? Oh, like, yeah. I like great. this
0: comment from uh, Ziggy here in the live tribe. It was like a planet <laughs> Earth. It really was. It Really was, <laughs> it was shot like that. It
4: and the target epic. will live to see another day. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so he just misses that. Uh, Nasir uh, finally does take down the far target because it was between the green and the blue tribe because uh, Yase had done really well here. they win. Uh, Xander took care of the targets if I have that uh, if I have that right in my yep. notes. So yellow tribe wins blue tribe second and yes, the green tribe, which is down to three people, just to remind everybody, is going to tribal council. but 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 Yase gets to pick two people to do the old journey. Uh, and they the decide to go with Shan. They have to pick from the losing tribe. So they go with Shan. And then, and this has been a bit of a common uh, you know, theme here when it comes to picking these journeys, who's going to do it. You can go ahead and pick someone else from the other tribe that lost, but most of the time, I think all of the time, somebody has been electing to send somebody from their own tribe. Um, and in this case, it's Liana. And we will get to their journey. And of course, we'll get to tribal council and how that shakes out after a break, uh, uh, Jason. But... Quickly, like, what did you think of the selection? Are you always on board of, like, sending one of your own, uh, you know, to go represent the squad?
1: I think it's—the not the options aren't great, honestly. But I think I'd rather have the potential—despite uh, the obvious risk of, of unreliable narrators— I'd rather potentially know what happened mm-hmm. than not know. So I think you send someone, yep. and there are obviously— a lot of negatives with that what if they're lying the fact that the other uh, the rest of the team is probably plotting against that person when they go the fact that that person can come back with some kind of advantage that could upend the game still i think it's better to know than to not know especially so close to the merge mm-hmm. And or whatever trey, it is or whatever it is we're yeah. gonna do next next yeah. episode
0: and and trey in in picking shan do you just pick what you think is the leader of a tribe to always go do something like this uh do you think you pick the weakest person to try and help out that person on the bottom like what's your i know it's situational but overall what would be your vibe i would try to pick the leader like when they picked shan i was like "Uh uh-oh this is bad news for shan
2: they're gonna be plotting against her to get her out which is exactly what she was thinking as well obviously that's not really what happened Mm -hmm. though maybe it did happen but yeah i think you're gonna be picking Uh, who you assume is the number one person over there. And then like Jason says, I would also like to send somebody from my tribe just so that you can know what's going on over there. Mm -hmm. But also if I were the rest of the Yasa tribe, when Liana was like, I'll go. I would be a little nervous about that when she was like sprinting (laughs) to the boat to get going. I'd be like, "Uh uh-oh, does she have an ulterior motive here? Um, That would be a red flag to me. But yeah, I think you send the leader and then you send somebody that's pretty trustworthy from your tribe to hopefully get the info from other places out there on the island.
0: Okay, we're gonna take our first break. When we come back, we'll talk about Shipwheel Island there, the two of them bonding. I can't wait to hear your thoughts on this knowledge of power advantage, uh, which we'll break down. And of course, we then have tribal councils. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back.
2: This episode is brought to you by Michelob Ultra, the official beer sponsor of the NBA. Want to get closer to the game than ever before? Michelob Ultra Courtside is giving fans the chance to win exclusive NBA prizes and experiences like official gear, courtside seats to an NBA game, and more. Head over to michelobultra.com.
4: You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card.
0: All right, back with No Dunks. Got some breaking NBA news, guys. Dominique Wilkins is on the top 75 list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. He's in. Nice. Good. Who Good. do you push off, you think? Uh,
0: well, nobody got pushed off. Oh, the top 50 they're all in the top 75 <laughs> um, every single one every single one Bing. yeah mm. so um uh yeah heather made it too she's in the top 70 <laughs>
1: uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right
0: <laughs> so we're on, we're on uh ship wheel island as everybody calls it and we get the shan bonding with Leanna. um liana excuse me uh We get some backstory here from uh, Sean, Jason, about her mom and and foster care and joining a Mm -hmm. gang and finding finding God. I mean, it is really emotional, um, the two of them. This bond felt real. And now Shan just has another probably what 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 appears to be a pretty good damn player uh, to possibly roll with here when we do hit a merge.
1: Yeah, that was really touching. Let's first acknowledge that uh, Shan... You know, to to hearken uh, back to those Kim Spradlin vibes. This was a triple crown for Shan. Emotional backstory, mm-hmm. uh, on screen, basically everything that happens except the Blue Tribe stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you get to watch her make a move. So that's that's a power trilogy of moves right there. And I and I agree with you. I feel like the. What they shared felt very sincere and very real. Mm-hmm. Stepping back a moment, Chen is also good at that. Whether she, whether that's game or not game, or that's just the person she is, everybody who comes into contact with her feels like me and Shannon, fucking tight, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So not to in any way diminish what was clearly a very emotional sharing of, of things and sharing of backstory, but that's kind of her superpower is she lets you in a crack, clearly more than a crack in this particular case, but Mm -hmm. lets you in with something. And people are just like, I mean, I'm that's my number one. I'm locked in. So this is kind of what she's been writing as she's, been progressing through this game and it's clearly working for her
0: yeah jd what did you think of this journey up the mountain are you for, i mean this was a particularly emotional one uh, i think we would all agree with that and getting her oh, yeah. backstory um but jd are you are you over the shipwheel island and the prisoner's <laughs> dilemma which then shan just says to her you know what you take it you take the advantage whatever it may be and we'll get into that in a second but i'm fine i need my vote i'm going to keep my vote um but but what are your thoughts on this whole journey up the mountain thing?
4: You still like it? I do find it slightly tedious. I would enjoy it a little more if there was a, an actual prison, pr- prisoner's dilemma happening. That said, I mean, uh, you know, everything Jason said, I agree with. Uh, uh, very emotional. It was nice to hear that story. But I also agree with Jason is that that is indeed Shen's superpower. She is a sharer as far as as – you know, this is the first time we've heard this story, but everybody on Yua U- U- may have already heard this story too, and that's why uh, that everyone feels so tight with her. And she's and I'm not saying that she's not being sincere, but she's just that type of person who really. Uh, just wears her heart on her sleeve, Tasmela style, and will just uh, share uh, her life and her story. She's a preacher, for God's sakes. I mean, like, yeah. uh, that. this is yeah. kind of her job. Um, again, not taking anything away from the story. I thought it was, uh, it was quite moving when I was watching it. Uh, you know, regardless of where it came from, well, it worked because it seems like she's got an ally in Lyanna. That said... I think Leanna is a very dangerous player. She is there to play. Remember going back to when they were about to search Xander's bag, you know, yeah. Tiffany was like, uh, hmm, do you think we should search and his Leanna's, bag? And yes! she's like, uh, finally, <laughs> let's do this, you know. and yeah. Yeah. It the right world now? is in that bag? <laughs> and so she's willing I've to do waiting. that kind of thing. And yeah. she's probably willing to slit Shan's throat if if it comes to it, you know what I mean. Regardless of whatever the story is, maybe especially because of the story, because it is a compelling story and and uh, and it, it sticks with you, and uh, and it's a way that you win a million dollars on Survivor.
0: Yeah, I have thought that too. I, I'm fascinated to know how much of this story that her other tribe members do know. She did slip in something, did she not, Chan? Did, did she not say something like, "Uh, you know, this was a voiceover," but the way Liana. Uh, you know, embraced her and like they shared that moment. She sort of said, "Like this has never happened at the Green Tribe. Like I never, I never have found this attachment with like they a never Ricard." Said or sorry, a tree. yeah. Basically now, basically,
2: is what she said. Like they never said sorry when I mentioned that my yeah, mother had died. Yeah,
0: that's right. That's right. So that was like a you know, that's a little a little shot at a spe- specifically, I think a, a Ricard. Like you know, we don't have that bond. We work well together. We strategize well together. But I don't think he. I don't know. he's cold, maybe or something like that. Um, I thought that was interesting, but Trey any uh, any thoughts on this shipwheel journey? are we are we about done seeing these? Is the other question? Was this the last one? I think it could be. <sighs> no way, no chance. Wow. This is the wow. last one. it's <laughs> It's an advantage fest
2: out there. and another advantage was introduced here, one that we haven't even seen before, but I thought this scene accomplished a few things. i'm I'm tired of Shipwheel Island. I think they're gonna keep going back to it, but I would much rather see what's actually going on at the Tribes. But I think we saw... One one thing we saw is that Liana obviously is playing a great game. Like, this was a Triple Crown episode for Shan, but, you know, maybe Liana's coming in second in the votes for all of the other ones because she now has a very powerful idol. She has a powerful ally in Shan. And as we've seen in the past... She's been a beast in challenges. Like, Liana is a great challenge competitor. She's obviously pretty close with Tiffany as well, if she's willing, uh, if she can help convince Tiffany and go in on Tiffany doing something a little risky, going through Xander's bag. So I thought, great Mm -hmm. episode from Liana, And it kind of sets us up for, we know by the end of the episode that they are going to be merging or at least... Doing Tribe something swapping, where some something. sort of something's getting jumbled up here. Yeah. And this is giving Shan another potential number one out there. Yep. Like somebody she could partner with to stab Ricard in the back, mm-hmm. yep. you know. Um So I think that was interesting, too, to say, like, here's a potential future for Shan since, you know, by the end of the episode, we're also thinking, oh, Ricard might be wanting to turn on Shan as well. It just feels like a race between those two. Who's gonna get the other yeah. one at yeah. this point? And I do think Ricard seems more likely to flip faster. Um, but maybe with this bond that Shan has made with Leanna, it's like, I got my real number one over there. You don't wanna be Shan's number one. You'll get cut if you do. Anytime somebody thinks they're close to her, they go home right away. But I don't know. I thought it was interesting. She shared the info about if I go home tonight, it's because of Ricard. I thought that was actually a sneaky big share. Obviously, she ended end up didn't go home. But it poisons the well against Ricard and kind of aligns Shan and Liana. I had that
0: written down as well. That was really sneaky to slip that in there. Okay, well, let's get to this. Um, you know, knowledge of power advantage is what it's called. Uh, wow. WTF, Jason. Um, this is strange. I know a lot of people are upset about, about the powers this have, uh, has. I saw reality blurred, right? So we're taking away people's ability to vote in some cases and now their ability to lie because yeah. this thing, it's a little convoluted. If you, if you saw like the screen grab of, uh, the actual breakdown and what it does and how you play it. But the gist of it is, at Tribal Council, you can ask one player, one question, one time. And that is, you know, do you have an advantage or do you have an idol? And that player cannot lie. And if the answer is yes, if they have it, they must give you that advantage or idol. this That's a lot of power... And I know other people. I think Stephen Fishback on on Rob has a podcast on the Survivor No alls is like this goes against Survivor. Like, what do you mean I can't lie? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this whole game is like about deception. But what do you think? Are the you a George fan of Washington not? advantage? Yeah, yeah. yeah
1: I, I I feel the same way that uh, that Stephen and other commentators feel about it. Obviously, lying is integral to Survivor. i let's see how it plays out. And, you know, we've had idle nullifiers in the past. Of course, yep. they didn't depend on a, a truthful answering of a question. Uh, so we can kind of intuit how it might play out. But I just make it an idle nullifier then. Right. You know, like, mm-hmm. I, I don't I, I, I don't love it. And And I guess, like, how do you compel a person to tell the truth? Like, what is... They, ha- they have to tell the truth or they're what? They're voted out? Like, what is the or what? I guess I don't know what the or what is. <laughs> oh, right. Jail. <laughs> well, yeah, we, that's it. Jeff you're in jail. Survivor Jail. That's it. You're out. <laughs> yeah, you're out of here, buddy. Like, does your tribe lose something? Like, it's, yeah. that's the other thing that feels anti-survivor, which is there are penalties often for advantages, for different things, for doing something, for negotiating with Jeff for stuff. But those penalties are always clearly laid out, so that you know what you're up against. So, what's the penalty? I wish we knew what that was. You just like Jeff's going to be like, you have to answer truthfully, or else I'll be mad. <laughs> Daddy will
4: be mad at you. Yeah, I literally think that that's what it is. It's like video game rules. Like you, you are compelled to tell the truth. Jeff will step in and say, "Hey, you got this." Will happen off screen, I'm sure, but. You got to tell the truth, man. Xander, give it up. (laughs) Give up your idol because she got you. You know, that's how it's going to play out. See,
0: this is why I actually really hate it. I think I would hate it in any season, but I hate it in this one more than others because the way we're doing this whole silly lines and... You know, if all three of them are said, then we know where the three idols are. Everybody knows who has the idols. It right, maybe right. works. It's maybe a little bit more interesting in a season where it's like, oh, we don't know who has it. Like, I have no clue who's found it. Okay. Then it's a bit of like, oh, I got to figure it out. You know, you're either sneaking through bags. You're trying to get information. But this one, JD, it's like they all know she has so much power. She's going to know if they do merge soon. Basically, the three people that have it. Totally and I guess we'll just take her pick whenever the hell she wants of like, uh, you know, I guess we're going to get that person going home that particular night and uh, I'll just take it from them and see you later. That's just strange to me.
4: And it's also unclear when that happens because usually there's the moment at Tribal Council where Jeff is like, if anyone has a hidden advantage or an idol, now's the time to play it. Is that when they play it? Because Xander... The question must be asked at Tribal
0: Council before the votes Uh. are cast. Before okay. the cast. Okay. Uh the shot in the dark die does not count as an advantage. <laughs> you can't
2: say <laughs> yeah, die, no shot you're
0: die. Shit.
2: die. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you gotta die. Gotcha. <laughs>
0: uh yeah. I, yeah. I'm not a fan of this. I guess we'll of course see how it plays out. Maybe it'll be great television but I'm skeptical it will be. <laughs> I don't know. Just because she
4: knows, Trey. Yeah, sorry, go ahead, Jane. One of my favorite moves at Tribal Council, when you have an immunity idol, and this is what I would do if I had an, an idol, especially Shen, if I had had an idol. I love it when people bring out the idol, they say, I got an idol, and I'm playing it tonight. So
3: Tony.
4: Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. And then they put it around their neck, and and then and then it's we're playing chicken again right it's like yeah if I if I vote for Tony if I vote for Xander uh my vote's not gonna count because he's gonna play his idol so so then is is uh Leanna just gonna say oh hey Xander do you have a <laughs> hidden immunity idol and it's hanging around his neck like it's just sort of it's just like oh this takes all the fun out of it you know what I mean yeah. Not that he knows what's he but... what's he going to say technicality
0: it's not hidden I'm wearing it you don't <laughs> get right. it like uh yeah okay Say so Thomas in the uh, live tribe here says are those 3 idols are they gone at the merge mm-hmm. okay that is a part
4: i had forgotten about oh i didn't know that
2: <laughs> yeah. i think it's on the paper okay right.
4: okay yeah. good hold call, on Thomas. hold on hold on i thought that they, it it, their, this is like the, the
1: NBA CBA trying to. like... Yeah, I know.
3: We need Larry Kuhn.
1: Like, we need Larry Kuhn to come in and be
4: like, <laughs> like "Post merge Survivor uh, FAQ." Okay.
0: Bobby Marks coming in. Go I ahead, thought Judy. that they,
4: that it expired. Like, if you if they weren't all found and they weren't activated, then that part of it expired at the merge, right? Then you got oh. your vote back. But you. You have to be able to keep your idols. I right?
0: think I think they're still good idols. Yeah, yeah after I, all, I, of that I work. disagree with you, Thomas. Maybe you know something we don't. It sounded like Trey was sort of agreeing with you, but I thought I'm with you, JD. I thought that was how it sort yeah. of went down. I think there are three idols in play now, and when we hit them, if we hit the merge next week or the week after that, th- there's three idols. I think. Yeah, I don't think they. Otherwise, we have to, we have done all of this bullshit know, for like one like, week, maybe. Uh, God, yeah. I, I don't think so. I don't think so. So we'll, we'll find out. But I sort of hope at this point that they're oh actually God. real. Okay, idols. I'm
2: reading. I'm reading the I'm reading the CBA here at the bottom, uh, clause four point <laughs> yes. eight six seven seven. If all three shared idols are not found by merge, mm-hmm. the vote penalty ends, right. and your idol is forever dead. Okay.
0: Okay. But, right. now, but we're, now we're good. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> oh Don't go YouTube. Okay. I uh, don't know. Yeah. Don't know.
2: This, is, this is... They're going to keep them around. This is all designed to have a live tribal council. That's the whole thing. This is designed right. for drama at tribal council. Exactly. It's been super... I don't know. Has it been fun? The first few live tribals were awesome. We were like, whoa, this is yeah. crazy. They're all strategizing while it's happening. Then it felt like it happened... All the time, like every three episodes. It started early this season with the whispers. This is just a way to get some drama going down at Tribal.
1: I love the live Tribals. That said, we haven't needed that much uh, incentive to get live Tribals going last couple seasons. Like people just lose their shit and start whispering. The most annoying thing about live Tribals is, uh, you know, when... uh, sound design isn't on it and hadn't mm-hmm. microphones close <laughs> enough so that you can hear what they're saying. Yeah. Which is a, uh, you know, a, a real drawback, but I think they've, you know, it's clearly they've figured out that out going forward. I don't know. I, I let's see how it plays out. Yeah. I kinda don't love it for all the reasons y'all mentioned. And I do think, you know, the of course production knows whether a person has an idol or not, but that is kind of kinda of the point, right? If it's like It, again, subtly draws your attention to the fact that there is production, that there is this overarching structure and format and crew behind the show who will make sure that this person tells the truth, which is just a little weird to me. Hmm. We'll see how...
0: (laughs) I I don't really know why it's called the the knowledge is power advantage. (laughs) I don't really get that, I mean, it says the first line, this advantage offers you power in the game, yeah, duh. But you'll need inside information to ensure its success. This is where I push back. In this season, there's no inside information. It's all mm-hmm. out there because all these people have been saying insane lines. So yeah. I don't know. Uh, yeah, but you know, you're right. It could it could make for great television. It always could. Um, but it's powerful in the sense that she she's gonna go to one of these. I mean, the Assay Tribe. If we're sticking together, Xander's screwed. Like he's a hundred percent screwed if they are losing and they're going with their four. If we're still in this JD, because she knows he has it, right? <laughs> and she could just take it and they could just vote him out.
4: Like there's, it's done. They could, but he still has an extra vote. But I guess that will yes. matter. Yeah, I suppose, yeah. If they all yeah. gang up on him, which, but I don't think that's going to happen because there's going to be a shake-up of some kind. Yeah. Yeah. I, I almost wonder did the
0: Survivor uh, production team decide to throw in this uh, knowledge is power advantage because nobody's rolling the damn die? <laughs> <laughs> that's a good point. Uh, uh, like, Jeannie, I, I'm still... what else?
1: Genie, what else do you need to roll it? Just <laughs> yeah, like, okay. roll You're... it. <laughs> You're in yeah. a bathtub with two gray white sharks, and you're still like, oh, I, don't I don't know. I like so my chances. Feeling pretty good. Yeah, I think I'm pretty. Well, i with
0: them. Yeah, They want uh, some more uh, some more explosions at uh, tribal council. So so maybe we'll get it with this. Okay, so to uh, to the Green Tribe, you uh, day eleven. This is where um, Shan is gone. This is uh, she's on her little journey there. Ricard, he throws Shan under the bus, or at least starts talking to Jeannie. He's feeling it out now. Jeannie's not really buying it. Um, I'm not sure I was buying it either. I guess I, I, I love. Okay, I will say we're joking about the die never being played, but I've come to love it in theory because it adds another level of all these players, especially in small tribes, have to
1: make everybody feel so comfortable yeah. that they won't roll the die. Right. And I we're do so like that. We're so good right now. I yeah, like we're that. We're so good. <laughs> yeah. we're, doing, we're, we're tight, Jeannie. We're doing great.
0: Yeah. And uh, it. I mean, I don't think it was Ricard as much as was Shand, but uh, it, it, it worked. Obviously, she doesn't She doesn't even take a chance, even if it's a slim chance. Um, so I, I, I like that. I, that. that. That part's working for me. You got to basically blindside. You want to blindside everybody because you don't want them to even have a... What is it? A sixteen point six 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 percent right. chance to uh, to get out of it. So I like that. That's smooth. Great addition, in my opinion. Um, but Shan returns to the beach, uh, JD, and again they all check their day planners and they schedule one on one meetings. They're like, yeah. "Okay, uh, I've got uh, I've got you three to four over by the uh, coconut tree. I'll see you yes. uh, four thirty to five down by the water." I mean, they like they're just so open about it. Like, I would like to have my one on one. I'd like to have a conversation. <laughs> And this is when we get to Shan asking Ricard to give her back the uh, the JD extra vote, and he refuses. Uh, right. <laughs> I, I this could, is it fair to say this was Shan's first slip up? Oh, where maybe she was coming on a little too hard uh, with Ricard saying, "Why would I do that?" Yeah. Um. Like makes sense to me. No, I'll just hold it. We're good. Uh, I don't want to give you all the power. Then you'll just vote me out. Um, or, or maybe you th- disagree with that. You think she handled it fine, Judy?
4: No, no, I I agree with that a hundred percent. It was uh, it was. I was watching it, going, okay, here we go. I, I again, I was like leaning forward. It was like watching Coronation Street for me. I Had my tea. I'm just loving every second of it. Just this. Uh, this incredibly tangled web that they have created, and then they're all stuck to it, and uh, and they're going at each other like uh, and and the paranoia. You're away from camp. You you make this uh, this new alliance with this new person on this uh, beautiful grassy uh, knoll, and then you uh, and then you come back, and you're like, these two people are out to get me. Like it doesn't matter, you know what what happened before I left and uh and and she was just losing it she was paranoid and and uh, i loved uh i loved ricard's uh he he was totally cool totally calm mm-hmm. uh lots of lots of like great facial reactions when like how how dare you ask me for this <laughs> you know you <laughs> gave it to me and uh, i'm going to give it back to you tomorrow and yeah. uh if you really don't trust me play your idol and that was A hundred percent right. That was checkmate.
1: That was checkmate. Yeah, that
4: was checkmate.
0: Jason, yeah, the slick move there from
4: Ricardo.
1: I mean, when you say that, it's like you know, put it that way. What can you really say? I will. I, I don't know that anyone slipped up here. It was a really interesting confrontation because both, both sides uh, were you know, operating under things that were pretty reasonable. You know, like Shan tried it. Give me that thing back. I'm feeling a little nervous. And then Ricard rightfully, and I think very strongly, and and says, absolutely not, no. I think it it did, it was a slip up in the sense that I think it revealed something about Shan, which is she's obviously so confident and really, um, really in tune emotionally and good at operating in the game in a way that she is calling stuff calling moves, as I think Jeannie and, and Ricard both note in Tribal, like, oh, well, look, you know, if if you're pitching both of us, then clearly, like, you're in the driver's seat, right? Yeah. But she's so comfortable at it that it people just, like, fall into it. But here, where she kind of doesn't get her way, it goes off the rails a little bit. She's not used to reacting to that. So I think we've seen a a, a small kind of crack in the armor, if you can call it that, which is if you can stymie her in some way, if she doesn't quite get what she's looking to get out of a situation where she expects that she will get that thing back, she doesn't really have a good counter and can kind of fly off the handle a little bit. A little bit. I mean little, I was yeah. mildly surprised that Ricard didn't think about, hey Jeannie, what do you think?
4: Like Yeah. Mm-hmm. I
0: mean, yeah, looks- but I think that, again, just goes back to the first vote. He can't let yeah. it go that Genie has voted for him and has been on yeah. the other side of votes. Um, well, and he know. also probably doesn't think Genie is going to be able to navigate him to
2: final tribal council, Right. Uh, if we're being quite honest. Like, going with Shan and, go- and Shan going with Ricard... They've been a great twosome, but they almost kind of need each other now to be battling against you know the other whatever eleven members that are out there. They gotta have a tight two, and they both gotta be smart about it. The original mistake was giving him the extra vote in the first place.
0: Right, right. No point. Literally, no
2: point. And you would have never had this kind of confrontation further on down the line where Shan is trying to pull a JD on him, and Ricardo's like. You just did that. I told you to do that. I mean, now you're trying it against me. Like that just had to send up so many red flags for him that didn't even need to be there. If they would have just waited to see how tribal or how the challenge shook out.
0: Yeah, I was trying to make sense of why she gave it to him in the first place, too. And I mean, I think the reasoning is, well, I'm going to try this move where I say the silly line. We don't know if the blue tribe has found it. So it could backfire, and I could be in the position where I have no vote, mm-hmm. right? Okay, That's yeah. exactly So, why. were the two... Yeah, but she could still hold that. I know, And yeah. then give it away when it backfires, and and then, you know, okay, now you have it. Now we're yeah. good. Now we'll just use it. Like, the t- I think they... they the, the timing of it didn't really make a lot of sense. I mean, the whole point of it didn't make a lot of sense, but really doing it before you even knew whether or not you were going to have the idol unlocked and activated was really perplexing. Unless I... Unless I somehow have that wrong, I don't have that wrong, right, JD? Like no,
4: you don't. If if Nasir never says anything, she has no vote. That's but right. But she could still give away her extra vote. That is my understanding. Yeah. But when I have to admit that when they were talking about it, when they were devising the plan of opening the Beware uh, advantage, it made sense to me. It was like, okay, you take the extra vote, and if yeah. I end up with no vote, then you have two votes, and you just vote Jeannie out. But yeah. yeah the the timing of it now in retrospect is like yeah you she you could have just held on to it and you never would have had this conf- confrontation so yeah yeah I I'm agreeing with with you that that is what happened I'm also agreeing with you that it doesn't make any sense for her unless there's something in the rules that says all of your advantages are negated if yeah. if you open if you have mm. this because xander it never occurred to xander either to give away his ex- extra vote i mean not that he would but he uh, doesn't really have anybody to give exactly, to. Yeah. exactly. <laughs> yeah. exactly. <laughs> they just
0: use it on him yeah i don't know um i love right before the commercial break the final one um shan drops the uh the title of this episode it's do i bring the strategist in Ricard or the loyalist in Genie and this is the question this is the cliffhanger as we go to commercial break uh, we get our answer when we get to tribal council you know they do another great job of convincing Genie not to roll this die I mean it's it's pretty <laughs> um, astonishing uh, she is just convinced that she's tight with Shan and that is again you guys have said it that's Shan's superpower she's done this now three tribes in a row that they've gone where beef JD and Jeannie thought they were good with her. Yeah, I'm, I'm fine. She's she's rolling with me. She, will, she won't flip on me, but she does. So why would I roll a die? And, and that's uh, to their detriment. No idols, no advantages are played, and Jeannie's voted out 2-1. So the question is, JD, we'll start with you. Did she did she make the right call here? I know we touched on it at the start, but has Sh- has Shan made the right decision here to go with the strategist who will probably try and turn on you at some point? <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Or do you go with
4: Jeannie, who's like,
0: yeah, uh, you know, just a very sincere, honest person, which can be good and bad, I think.
4: Right. I I. I mean, I alluded before that I think that she should have gotten rid of Ricard because now they're a tribe of two and <laughs> there's going to be a shakeup where, you know, the assumption, from their perspective, emerges coming the next day, right? Um, it pretty much has to, uh, given the numbers. Uh mm-hmm. And I feel like you know they are going to be on the bottom. They are a tribe of two, and then there's they are much more vulnerable than either of the other uh, alliances on any of the other tribes, simply because they are two people. And what traditionally happens, and I know that you know, tradition is a kind of out the window. But what traditionally happens is that those two people at the bottom turn on each other because it's like, well, I I'm gonna I'm gonna go with uh, my girl Liana. Vote, vote, Ricard. Get rid of him as long as it's not my name. So mm-hmm. that it, with Jeannie, at least I feel like you could have controlled Jeannie. I f- I feel like okay, we're loyal. We're we're a tribe of two. You just tell have to tell her what to do. You just have to control her and say, hey, just talk to me. If you find anything, yeah. just come to me first you're my number 1 now i feel like you could i feel like you could control her especially going into the pit, the the lions pit that you're going into uh, with these other two tribes but uh you know who knows uh yeah i mean and i got could got say the same thing about her yeah, Jeannie's maybe only been loyal due to circumstance.
0: Um, is what uh, yep. they're saying in the live tribe. There's some probably truth to that.
1: And it is and, a weird
2: and, dichotomy that she's like, this guy is not loyal. Was she saying Ricard is not loyal? They've voted together every, every single time. time. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah? I I think it's more of an acknowledgement. I I bumped on that as well, but more of an acknowledgement that Ricard has moves and yeah. yeah, Exactly. Is and Jeannie's not gonna do it in a that. way that Jeannie is absolutely not dangerous.
0: Right. Yeah. I'm fascinated to know if Ricard gives the vote back. He's Ever? like, okay, here you go. Yeah. No, yeah. no, if he had oh, done it, this, if he had yeah. given it, would she have voted him out? Was a part of this whole like, well, eh, let's keep him around. Mm-hmm. Uh, we are tight. We're a great twosome, I, but he won't give it back. Yeah, that could come into play. Uh, that's uh, some, uh, you know, it's another uh, bullet in the chamber there, so maybe <laughs> let's just roll with him.
1: I, I will say that JD's JD's convinced me a little bit in this sense, right? The Liana move gives you a backstop now, right, going into a merge. There's an opportunity to, to, to cross that bridge. And, again, Ricard is dangerous. And I think numbers is going to be an issue going forward. You, you do need someone at your side. And there's a lot of – Ricard has a lot of strengths. Uh, but you're going to have to get him out at some point, and it feels like it's only going to get harder to do it. Mm-hmm. And it's gonna happen potentially at a point where after you do it, what do you do then? I think potentially, that was why I was like, why doesn't Ricard, even though she had the uh, the immunity, but like, why, why doesn't Ricard do it? Because Ricard's move after getting Shan out is very unclear. Like, I don't yeah. know where he, go- he has yeah. nothing outside of this tribe. So he, I get, you know, like he has to move forward with her. But I, I guess I could see JD's point in that you'd have to manage Genie a lot. But maybe oh, totally. you could, you know, maybe thinking with Liana in the fold, maybe that's doable. I could see mm-hmm. that.
2: I think they got an easy threesome. If it, if it's a, uh, if if Shan chooses to get rid of Ricard last night, Genie is indebted to her. You got Liana waiting there. Yeah. There's your final three. Um, sure. Whereas with Ricard, it's like, you know that he is going to make a move at some point. I think the reason that, despite the fact that him and... Um, Genie obviously don't have much of a relationship. I think the reason he didn't want to go against go up against Shan last night really is that he's saving getting rid of Shan as his big move in yeah. this game. When he yeah. gets rid of Shan, that looks humongous. Better to do it in front of a jury than in front of Jeff yeah,
0: Probst. that's a good point. This is this is my favorite part. If this was a lot of other people, I would be like, Ricard is going to go all the way to the end with Shan, and he's going to think that he's going to win. And you know, whatever. He'll just be sitting there and then he won't. He'll get one vote and you're like, oh, you you fool. We see it. We go, oh, you're never going to beat this person at the end. What are you doing? But, you know, it's different when you're out on the island. But he knows it. Everything he is telling us, he's well aware of it. You guys said it very early in this episode. Like, he is so aware of, like, the edit, almost, in a weird way, going on. uh, Of how she's being presented and what he's doing, sort of, in the shadows. So it makes me so... I have so much faith in him to... To recognize that and to at least take a shot once at Chan, if not uh, if not multiple times, I'm so excited for them to to at some point come to blows because I think he will do it. He won't just ride her all the way to the end with her because I just know I just think he knows I, he won't win. I think Trey,
1: that was a really good point because if you know everything that happens pre-merge kind of doesn't count a lot of times, you know, like it, especially to mm-hmm. a jury, right? So if he makes moves post-merge. That matters more than basically everything Shana's done to this point, right? In the eyes of the jury, at least. So we'll see. I mean, it's going to be, it's going to be a titanic be awesome. when they, when they do square off.
0: Oh, I can't wait. It's just a matter. <laughs> it's just a matter of when it like, when will it happen? Uh, and I, you know, I'm almost, I think my, my, the worst thing that could happen with how this has been set up is they do get separated somehow. And then one of them just gets like, idled out some way or just voted out because they're like have no you know Shan could probably wiggle her way out of anything but like Ricard gets put on put on a tribe with you know four blue tribe members and they're like get rid of this guy Yeah, (laughs) we don't know him yeah Yeah. he's you know this guy's not the warmest guy in the world see you later (laughs) like I I actually like I'm I'm terrified that that's where it goes but uh, hopefully it doesn't okay we're not going anywhere though we're gonna take one more break guys and then we got We got definitely two questions in Tremail that we have to address. So we'll be right back after our final break here. Okay, back with no buffs here. Into Tremail. Got two great ones. This first one is from at (laughs) Mighty Stubaka. It reads What sound effect should Survivor Editing have used when the three way immunity idol was activated? I think using something like the No Dunks lock it in effect would have been a nice Ah! touch. Yeah, now, J.D., do you have the sound effect for those that are maybe not No Dunks fans? Here's the lock-it-in sound effect. <laughs> that would have been awesome. Big yeah. hit. They, sh- they should have went with that. Just <laughs> just chuck that in there, because uh, they're usually so great at stuff like that. Um, do you but- think
2: they needed to do something to kind of, like, <laughs> anoint to these idols to-, to say that these are official? I thought it was pretty obvious. We'd spent, you know... 20 minutes at that point talking about, are these idols going to happen? We got the backstory of Nasir finding it, uh, even though we didn't know that that had happened. To me, it was pretty clear. But Laura was very similar. She was like, wait, so that means these are working now, right? They all said the the phrases, you know? I mean, fair enough. She's not talking about it with her friends for two hours every single week. But yeah. um, <laughs> they could have done something, especially considering, like— um, You know, they'll hide something at an immunity challenge and kind of go out of their way to show somebody getting it with like a spot shadow or something like that. But I don't know.
0: Yeah, they they put more uh, of the editing into the Nasir reveal than the, oh my God, they've done it. Uh, um, I like this idea from Minpower though. The eagle sound from Coach's Seasons (laughs) is a- Oh my God. Would be pretty funny. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. pretty funny. I, yeah. I like the lock it in. But, GD, you are, you know, you're the sound master here. Mm-hmm. Do you have uh, any other ideas that they should have maybe slipped in there to, act, to to signifying them activating
4: it? Yeah, no, I agree with Trey that uh, there should have been something. I mean, I've heard uh, people talk about uh, how, even having a scoreboard at this point. Like, who has an idol, you know? Like, even like a ticker <laughs> or something that goes across the bottom of the screen, you know? But it could have been like, pssh- <laughs> idols unlocked. But... Uh, my answer is also from the uh, the Starters, TBJ, No Dunks catalog. And uh, okay. it was such a clumsy sort of uh, – the idea is sort of clumsy to begin with. And then just the stumbling and bumbling over it like over weeks, literally weeks, to, to finally get to it. And, and with Nasir finally just sort of like, Jeff – Here's the thing I'm supposed to say, and uh, and so I would like a fanfare, but the the worst of the week fanfare that we uh, that we do, oh. and, uh, mm. and just have them high five over this. Now it's a bit long, but I think if you just imagine we did it, all idols <laughs> guys, they're all high five like over this. Here it is.
0: Okay, that could work. Okay, yeah. a little long, maybe. Right? That's a bit long. Jefot's it's a bit long. <laughs> there. There's a band <laughs> in, <laughs> in the background. In. Come on in! Yeah, what about this? Let me just through. let okay. me
1: just quickly. Let's see if this goes. Let's. See. Okay. You hear that? Try <laughs> again. <laughs> <laughs> One more time.
0: Yeah, but like a little
1: point. longer, just like <laughs> boing, 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 boing. Boing. Yeah. boing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Okay, that could have worked. Um. There's people in the uh, live tribe saying that they were hoping for some sort of like Power Rangers type cutaway when they morph, <laughs> yes. like a Voltron, yeah, yeah type right. thing would have been really cool. Um, yeah, but nothing. Yeah, they really didn't go with anything, and it. I, I'm with you, Tri, I'm With Laura in a weird way. Again, it was so all the attention on Nasir and the flashback. It wasn't like there was no like. I could have just used like a. Like a like a thumbs up to each other. Like, yeah. hey, <laughs> we got it, guys.
2: Like, Come on. Yeah, exactly right. Like, wh- we I think uh, I think the internet has stopped Jeff from addressing the camera. Uh, you know, he hasn't yeah. broke the fourth wall yeah. for the past two episodes, but this would have been a perfect time. Like, just find the camera that's over on the shore.
0: <laughs> Finally, guys.
2: Yeah, yeah. yeah. they did, did you it. Hear that? They did yeah. it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Jeff like calls the uh, steady cam operator <laughs> in, like, come here, come here, come here. They just did it. No, they're like, we can hear you, man. Like, uh, <laughs> we know <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, one more question. I know we're running long here tonight. Um, this is from Doug. He says it doesn't look like it's going to be a traditional merge next week. So, right. what would you like to see happen, and what off the wall way? Would you want to see them mix up the tribes? Um, we, I think you're right, Doug. I mean, the tease for next week is you're you know you're you're sort of merging, but you're not merging. So something else is going on here, or at least I think we can. Uh, it's safe to assume that. So, Jason, do you have anything in mind, like a weird way, or maybe even what you think they're going to do
1: next week? Well, I think cl- I think clearly it's going to be some form of tribe swap, right? So, you know, we've seen things in the past with either rocks or colored buffs, hand those out randomly. Drafts, we've seen before a long time ago. I think something like that is maybe the way to go if you want to control it a little bit. Mm. Captains, right? Everybody, Mm -hmm. either rocks or buffs, there are two colored ones, those are your captains, and then they pick. Hmm.
0: Wow. Okay. That'd be awesome. That would be... That'd be fun, for sure. So you think a two-tribe we're getting down to then, maybe, before a th- merge of some sort?
1: Something like, yeah, I think like a two-tribe. I th- I don't know that they would continue with this three. feels a little bit too forced to continue with the three. Let's get people together as much as we can, not just separate them into three other tribes. Let's yeah. kind of, like, start getting people into groups. I
0: mean, the Survivor editors know we have gold here and Ricard and Chan, they're getting them up with other people at this point because they're a tribe of two and we don't like we want them to turn on each other but not in this scenario (laughs) where they're the only two people left and one of them has an idol for crying out loud uh so yeah there's gonna be obviously some mixing but trade you have anything unique that uh and company could try here I was onto something with a draft. But. Oh, okay. No wow. Well, that, but that, I, I, they used to do draft, but those those actually backfired a lot of the time, they from did. what
3: I can they remember. Yeah. It,
0: like, somebody, usually there was one person that couldn't draft, were shit. And we would just get these, like, powerhouse teams, seriously. They were never even, from what I can recall. And, and to the point where they stopped even showing us on television, I remember. Like, they used to show us, like, okay, I'll take. I'll take him. Okay, I'll take her. I'll take him. You know, that's sort of exciting. And then at a certain point, they are like, yeah, just cut that out. Like, here are the yeah. tribes. They were drafted. There they <laughs> are. Yeah.
4: Um, but, JD, any ideas? Yeah, no, uh, I like. I do I do like the draft idea, you know, aside from the risks. Um, I'm worried, to be honest. Uh, you know, uh, I don't think it's going to be uh, a, a, a swap of two tribes I think this is gonna be something new. I think they're gonna ask us is this fun and uh, I'm worried <laughs> I'm very worried Uh-oh. about what it's going to be uh, like long hikes over uh, the mountain the uh who knows like oh, uh, oh JD just- JD hold on what about this idea
0: Props goes all right we're making tribes. How many people are left what are we at 12 or 12 yeah 12 I think okay. 12. first first six people up that shipwheel Island you're a tribe go. <laughs> Ooh. Like Squid Game, Ooh. this shit, you know? Like, let's oh, see wow. what happens here. Yeah, Ooh. I'm not running. I'm staying at the bottom. Oh, well, then that's then that becomes a game. It's like, uh, right. yeah, who's going? Who's not? He says, I, "You got an hour to do it. If you if you can't decide, you're all dead, <laughs> and the season's <laughs> over."
1: I mean, what if the wrinkle is they one world it and make everybody live together? Right. Right. That's, that's, that's what it seems I'm, like I'm, to I'm, me. Two yeah, tribes put love- them on the same beach.
2: Yeah, and they have loved having crossovers between tribes right. with Shipwheel yeah. Island, right? Like, yeah. giving people a chance to, like, build an alliance before they actually are on the same beach together. That's right. what it seems like to me. Maybe oh, – does did he say drop your buffs in the preview? Yeah. I, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I thought he did. He's like, he's like drop, drop them, your buffs. In a different way. Yeah. <laughs> You're yeah. dropping them different. So maybe they go down to two tribes, but they're all just there together. Right. Wow.
0: So mm. that Shan-Kim Spradlin comparison is going to uh, yeah. you know, look really good here in a second, if that's what they do. Um, that's a great point, Trey, because they've done all this like intermingling with the Journey and the Shipwheel Islands and all that, these secret little villages and stuff, like this cross-contamination between all the tribes. It would be weird if they just left it to chance, pull rocks out, pull buffs out, and then... None of these interactions that happen, like, <laughs> line up on the same tries. Like, like oh. again, totally pointless. Like, what a waste. So that's that's fascinating. Like, maybe that's why it encourages a draft, because you know the person. You've got to right. know them, stuff like that. Or even this idea that we're just all in one spot and the dynamics at play uh, from that.
1: Huh, okay. The issue yeah. with a draft, as we all know, is it will end up taking 10 to 12 hours. We'll <laughs> <laughs> yeah. about yeah. every. portion of it like who gets to choose are we doing snake what is happening right
0: Right. yeah we'll see we'll see okay so yeah it's it's everybody's dropping their buffs there's gonna be a shake-up of some sort it doesn't appear to be just a normal merge that they're all coming together we think there's gonna be other tribes but who knows is it three is it two is it something wild we'll learn next week um the title of next week's show guys as we start to wrap this up is ready to play like a lion and mm. I just wanted to ask you guys, Uh-oh. who ends up saying that? Because it's always somebody that says the line. So who says, I'm ready to play like a lion? Trey, we'll start with you. It's a tough prediction, I know, but how about it? Got to be Heather. <laughs> <laughs> She's been a lamb thus far. Yeah, Got to play like a lion. Wow. Okay. Wild card, Heather. Uh, Jason, go to you next. Uh, Nasir. Oh yeah, it
4: sort of feels that way to me
0: too. Uh, and JD, where you going to see her? Give, give somebody well. else.
4: Come on, go uh, somebody else. You know the, um Sydney's already compared herself to a mermaid, uh, so she's a mermaid in the sea, but a lion on the uh, on the land, perhaps. So uh, yeah, maybe she's uh, ready to play like a lion. Okay. Okay. Um, looking for a mermaid in the sea, but a lion on the land.
1: (laughs) There are people saying Sydney here in the uh, live tribe. I
3: don't know if that's
1: the reasoning. Sydney's a good call. She would say something like that. She definitely would. would.
0: I I could see that. It's like, it almost has to be somebody from the blue tribe. Right. Yeah. yeah. Because they haven't played. So now there's a shakeup, and you can see them say, okay, here we go. Now I'm going to be a lion. I was doing nothing. So, I think that's uh, if it's it's smart to pick a heather, is what I'm getting at here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, somebody from the blue tribe, I think, will will be ultimately saying this line when there is the shakeup. Uh, we'll wrap it up with this. You guys know I did the game within the game, um, nailed it.
2: <laughs> this was an easy one. No problem with my rebus. <laughs> uh,
0: oh, this was the easiest one, and then Jeff literally said the answer like 20 seconds later. That's right. That's right. But. The whole point of this, I find, is then we get Jeff with his little video. I think we're getting more from his little videos on Game Within the Game than we are from the actual teases at the end of the episode. So true. Because he said, okay, Trey, I know you agree with me. He said, hypothetical, Exile Island-like hypothetical, would you more likely send an ally or an adversary to, like, to go somewhere? So maybe this will be involved in this Mm. shakeup somehow. Mm. Maybe this is the captains that you guys were saying or something like that. Um... So that's the question that he was proposing in the little game within the game. He also, he said right at the end of it, um, JD, I don't know if you have the photo there of Jeff Propes, Right at the end of his little video, he just says, big episode. And just smiles the creepiest probe smile I've ever seen. <laughs> Big episode. Big episode. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so that's fun. And uh, again, I said this a couple weeks ago when I was last on. I, I have a theory that these words that we're unlocking on the game within the game are actually going to come into play in the actual show. So we now have the words vote, see, earn, toy, and war. Mm. Is this going to spell out something that will almost be a clue for us as the audience that we could be screaming at the television, you know, mm. somehow, some way. Um, we'll see. We'll see. That's my weird theory, that the game within the game is in the game. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: uh, <laughs> you can use that if you watch it's super uh. in <laughs> there.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the, game the, the game within the game is within the game.
0: <laughs> uh, big episode. <laughs> yeah, put probes back up.
1: No, yeah, not Evan 4 games. That's even I'm, four like, go. I'm a pro. There we go. There
0: he goes. Um, okay, let's call it there, guys. Uh, if you want to hear me talk a little bit more about Survivor without the bros, I am going to jump on Rob Has a Podcast tomorrow. So uh, keep an eye on you for that. Yeah, don't you worry, guys. I'll be, uh, I'll be pitching no buffs uh, to the RHAP community, which is uh, much bigger than ours. But, uh, yeah, I'm really excited. I'm actually terrified. It's like one thing talking to you guys about Survivor <laughs> and screwing up everything, but it's another talking to uh, to Rob know, yeah. who's you know a two time player, is the the podcast legend in the Survivor game. Yes. But yeah, we'll see. I know JD, uh, Jason. I know you've talked to him before. I, um,
1: I made, I a, made one. Guy. I made one gaffe, which he made me feel good about, which I was talking about idols and asking him what he th- thinks he would do, forgetting, of course, that he is a pre-idol <laughs> career player. Right, right. Um, but I was just so starstruck, and then he very gently uh, corrected oh, me. So don't man. do that. Don't do that. I won't do that.
0: <laughs> uh, I know it was just it was his birthday today, so I'll give him a happy belated yeah. birthday on tomorrow's. Uh, Rob has a podcast, so you can check that out. Probably goes up uh, later in the afternoon. All right, no dunks tomorrow morning. J- uh, Jason, you got anything uh, coming on the pipeline here? What do you got?
1: Uh, I got the Knicks coming back. Uh, they are back. Uh, double overtime. <laughs> this is my least favorite e- against, part of the episode. <laughs> every against week. Celtics. And uh, it does appear, you know, obviously we've been looking at the charts and we, we've been expecting them to come back, and now it, it does appear that they are back.
0: I was thinking of you last night with that crazy double overtime game. I saw your tweets. You're firing them <clears> off. It like me. Uh, Your heart palpitations. Yeah. I was wondering, though, how you were doing the uh, the, the Knicks watch and, and the Survivor watch, but it sounds like you waited till, what, today yeah, to watch that bad boy. Yeah. yeah. Smart man. It wasn't. I ended up firing it up last night after watching all of the early games, so I started Survivor at, like, midnight last night. Oh. <laughs> I'm lying in bed. I got it on the on the bedroom television. But you know what? I've never Brian been more alert. I love this show. I love it. I'm wide, wide awake. Okay, uh, so the Knicks are back, the Bulls are back, and No Dunks will be back tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. Eastern with the Drop Podcast. Uh, guys, great to see you. We will see you next m- week. Until then, the tribe is spoken.